Hello everyone, welcome to Red Men News. It is Monday and we're here with all the things happening in and around Liverpool Football Club. I am Paul Machen and I'm joined by Ross Channelly for this one. Ross, hi. fully recorded from your trip down to Southampton? Uh, yeah, got my voice back. <laughs> that always helps. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, right, yeah, loads of cool bits and pieces to, to kind of get into. Some of it fall out from the weekend. Some of it, uh, let's be honest, tangentially now these days, Liverpool related. It's to do with uh, the, the transfer feature of a couple of ex-reds. Um, but yeah, plenty to get through, so let's dive straight in. Um, but first, a quick reminder that if you're watching this on YouTube, get subscribed to the Red Men News YouTube channel. We're up to 21,000 subscribers, which is brilliant. Uh, so if you're watching this, if you're enjoying the daily news content, then make sure you subscribe and click that notification bell as well. Uh, we're going to start, uh, Jeannie Van Alden was asked about Adrian's mistake at the weekend, Ross, and I, uh, this is on gold.com, uh, I, I really like this response because we've just done the final word show that's going up on the Redman TV YouTube channel where we talk a lot about this, obviously, um, but I really like this when he, he says, uh, those kind of things can happen with a goalkeeper, last season it happened to Alisson against Leicester and in a pre-season friendly, how is he going to react to the mistake? I think that is more important than the mistake itself. Everyone can make a mistake, also a goalkeeper, but the only thing is, he is a goalkeeper, and if he makes a mistake, a lot of the times it will result in a goal. I'll, I'll, this is this is great, because I think it's the it's largely the conclusion Liverpool fans have come to, but it does help when one of the members of the squad is prepared to stick his head up above the parapet mm. and say these kind of things. Yeah, the thing with Adrian was, I said last week was a blessing in disguise, because if we had a goalkeeper, didn't have any baggage. Yeah, but he seems to have done that. But I did say in the post-match reaction, I think he has enough experience within the Premier League and uh, general as a goalkeeper and uh, as a slightly older person in football to kind of, like Jeannie says, kind of react from that and not get down bogged down underneath it. So he had the ball after he made the mistake. He had the ball. Southampton had chances, and you can just you can look at someone. You can tell like the red's not gone, or he's you know he's still composed. And it's difficult as a family watching it because your head goes a little bit like yeah, yeah, when yeah. at the game there was ten minutes left, and you're thinking. Why, why have you just done that? Um, but like I said, he's mature enough and he's got that experience that I think will we'll take him through to the other side. And having that support from Genie and everyone else helps. Well, his level of I mean, the fact is he did it twice in the same game, so his level of confidence isn't lacking. So I can't see this having a negative impact on yeah. him as a goalkeeper. It's just whether he just doesn't do that mistake again or whether this is the this is the level of goalkeeper we've bought. And if we have, kind of so be it. I mean, you saw, you got a goalkeeper there who, who's, in, in one regard, saved us the game by, by that save, the big save in the first yeah. half that keeps us in it. Um, and Matip nearly scored an own goal again as well. Yeah, you know, so, you know, he, he has, yeah, he's had some stand, standout moments of being a really good goalkeeper, but also you can see why he's ultimately Liverpool's backup and why he was available on a free transfer. And he seems to be a reasonable stopgap, at least at least for now. Um, rotation's been on the, on, on, on the talking point here uh, from Jurgen Klopp. Uh, he spoke to reporters on Saturday. This is via This Is Anfield. Um, a detailed his plan to rotate in the intense positions this season. Um, no football. Football players should play 50 or 60 games a season, especially not in these intense positions. It's all reporters, including the Telegraph's Jeremy Wilson. Goalie and centre-half maybe do it, um, but well, all the rest, give whatever you have and the next game maybe someone else will do the job. That's the plan, but only if they can, uh, they can only do that if they all stay fit. And then he was asked about the midfield, and he says, I don't have a favourite midfield. I like them all. Um, he's going to have to say that. I mean, uh, fine. Absolutely fine. I think we're, we're ingrained in this notion that there is a first-choice 11 and we will probably see that start to start to realize itself as we get into the season a bit more um but the midfield was something that rotated heavily last season and i see no reason why we won't do the same again i think you have to i think it's the hardest position on the football pitch particularly for liverpool you know you've essentially got to be a defender a midfielder and an attacker at times as well and you know watching the game on saturday i think he's told james Miller to calm down a bit on, on where he's running because he's essentially trying to fill two three positions at a time which is good in a sense of you know leading that press and that high press that we do play 
but ultimately it might be running for the sake of just running at, at times, and if you can control that, I think it's about being smarter rather than just chasing the ball down. So, and it's a good it's a good mentality out the squad in saying like you're not the reason you're not playing is because I want everyone to give 110%. Yeah. So you, the reason you're not playing is because you've put in a brilliant performance, which is weird because it sounds counterintuitive, but it's more like put in that brilliant performance and you'll be back in next week. Yeah. As in, like, you know, we've got a game midweek, you're going to miss that, but you'll be back in at the weekend. You're playing to make sure you stay in the in the rotation, which ends up being psychologically the same thing as playing for your place every week. It just means that you've got, you're hopefully able to maintain eight players who are hungry for the three positions as opposed to just like three or four and then you're losing something uh, down the line. Um, Felipe Coutinho, we know now, has completed a season-long loan to Bayern Munich. Uh, just a, a really funny thing, this Melissa Reddy uh, on Twitter um, tweeted, Bayern Munich's statement on the Coutinho deal was, the parties have agreed not to divulge the financial details of the arrangement. And Barcelona's statement was, Bayern Munich will pay 8.5 million euros in the players' wages. The agreement sees an option to buy for Bayern fixed at 120 million. Euros. Barcelona are just massive pricks, aren't they? Took the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly what the news. We've seen this from them before. I mean, I don't know. I think it's supposed to be more rock continue, but it's just the fact that Barcelona are kind of bullies in the, in the transfer window, aren't they? And particularly with Bayern Munich, a, you know, a classy club to many, aren't they? They've just come out and said, we'll keep it quiet and. Yeah, they're just assholes. I mean, decent move for Coutinho, really. I think there's not many football clubs, let's be honest, he was going to be able to move to because he's, he's a fantastically talented footballer, which should open the world up to you. But also, once you get to that level, you get to the Barcelona level, you're then looking at who's who's going to take it. Look, normally it's like Chelsea, but Bayern, you know, Bayern Munich have got the path well trodden. The players from you know, particularly look like Iron Robin leaving Real Madrid. Yeah. Goes to goes to Bayern Munich and then has this fantastic, fantastic career. They've been that place where players who haven't quite made it have gone to because they are an elite elite side. If he can handle it in the you know in, in the Bundesliga, it could prove to be a decent move. But I, I find it strange that one of the reasons he went to Barcelona because his, his wife and her family were all in Barcelona, so I thought he, might, he may have gone to another Spanish club. But like you said. Who can afford that? Yeah, exactly. It, it, the problem. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, look, all, all the best to Coutinho. And apparently, Liverpool are going to get a bit of a windfall from that. By all accounts, I saw it. I think it was actually in the Kyler tweeting that Liverpool will probably get a lot of that, loan, if not all of that loan fee. He was speculating they would, they would get all, like it was more than that. They would get all the loan fee because of the money owed to us or whatever. I don't know how true that is, but if that's that's the case, then, then fair play. Um, obviously, a bit of transfer news that, that, that happened again. Liverpool were heavily linked with Ryan Session last season in particular. Tottenham were always likely to be the front runners for this. We know he ended up signing um, for £25 million for Tottenham. Uh, Jamie Carragher in his Telegraph article this weekend uh, claimed that apparently uh, Liverpool were, were, were watching. He, said, uh, he says, I know Liverpool watched Ryan Session and saw another player for the future rather than someone who could go straight into the team at left-back. Um, still a teenager, they're saying here on this is Anfield. He's uh, because one for the future. Um, but it, it, it's interesting that the, the the go straight into the team thing is a really interesting point here because I think all of us would have taken a punt on on, on Ryan Session. You know, it seems at twenty five million. I don't know. Maybe it was that he didn't he didn't set the league alight enough in his in, in his in his body one and only season there for, for Fulham last year. I don't know. I, I, I'm disappointed that we Liverpool weren't didn't press this a little bit more. I, I think it's a, an area in the in the squad that we needed to address. Really, and I think, you know, having that drop-off, we talked about, we spoke about before with the front three and whatever, you think you're going to have that with Robbo, it's great putting Milner in there for the left-back for a couple of games or something, but you never know what's going to happen. And again, on the rotation midfield, Robbo works his arse off every game. Mm -hmm. Like, well, you know, he's going to end up playing 60 games at this rate. Why don't yeah. you say, bring him a yes session on him for £25 million? I don't think he's a lot of money no. for someone who's, you know, 
or you might set the world alight, but there's clubs that were certainly after him yeah. at such a young age as well. He's still going to get five, six, seven years out of him. There's one thing that's kind of put forward here by this is Anfield, and they say he's, his ability to provide depth and attack could have been useful. The only the only issue I have with that is that he's left footed, mm -hmm. and you know if we wanted to play a left footed on the left hand side, we would play Shakiri there. And so it's, I, I don't I'm not I think we naturally see him as that as being able to cover it all the way up that side. I'm not sure that 100 fits in with what we're doing. I just wonder whether it's that he's just in that unfortunate position of being slightly too old that you can't and haven't had Premier League experience. I think you're saying he got I think it's really had like 35 appearances mm -hmm. and obviously had a full season in the championship before that he's not so good that he's going to be you know that he would demand the first place but also he's too good and too old that you know like the Seth Vandenberg Harvey Elliott yeah. stuff they're kids you can you there's no rush to get them they can play under 23s football and not be a step down that's a step down for, for Ryan for Ryan Tessignon and we know he, he would probably get more game time for Spurs, but uh, need to say I'm a little disappointed we weren't in more for him. But we'll have to see how he how he progresses. Um, low watch quickly then. Uh, Harry Wilson and Marco Grujic both on the mark at the weekend. Brilliant to see, particularly Harry Wilson. Ross, um, mm. that's the one I'm. You know, I don't know where Grujic is going to going to end up. Whether he will end up in Liverpool's midfield or not, and there's a bit of out of sight and of mind as far as I'm concerned for him. But Harry Wilson doing it in the Premier League, like if nothing else. He's already beginning the job of uh, maintaining or improving his value. Yeah, I think this is the last big test for him, isn't it? I think we're all quite surprised in the summer. I think we were initially going to sell him for 25 or nothing less, and mm -hmm. then you know he ended up going out on loan. But you know he's done it at all these championship teams and to step up. Okay, okay, Aston Villa, you might regard as a championship side because he'd just been promoted, mm -hmm. but he's still having the balls to go out and go and say, actually, no, I'm going to go and prove myself and I'm going to do it this time. Yeah. Good, great start for him. I think he's, you know, he's well received at Bournemouth, and I think their their style of play suits what we do as well. I think that will help him grow Absolutely. if we get him back. So he said, "I loved it. It's what I've been working towards. I've had a lot of minutes in the Championship and internationally, but never in the Prem. Delighted to get my first minutes. Thankful to the manager for picking me from the start, and I enjoyed it. Just wanted to get up there, get on the ball, try to create stuff, and I felt I did that brilliant. And yeah, Marco Grujic um, scored against Bayern Munich as well, mm. which is uh, very good to see indeed. Obviously, loads more there on the Liverpool official website if you want to get up to date. And of course, make sure you get to the Around the League uh, show on the RedmenTV.com, and uh, we, we've got another 23s podcast as well that goes up podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go uh, so keep up to date with everything that's happening in that regard on the redmantv.com uh, lastly and briefly and just for a bit of a laugh because why not uh, sorry told Emery Chan to find a new club Unlucky. Um, yes, a couple of things. We're going to get your comments to all the stuff we've discussed in a moment from Tom, but just want to highlight the fact that Ross and I have written a book. Uh, we've published a few times, and we're going to continue to because the first load of these sold out in, a, in an astonishingly quick time. It was like less than a week that we released it. They all sold out, so it's gone to a second printing. So it's available for pre-order right now. So if you want to get your hands on this absolute epic tome, uh, a story of winners and losers, largely based in people leaving ridiculous comments in the uh, in, in the YouTube comments section throughout the season including uh, the amount of people who call Liverpool variations on Liverpool and loser fool classics um, yes classic comedy classic comedy uh, it's got a diary element it's got loads of absolutely some brilliant insight and also some absolute insanity and madness in the comments of people calling Mo Salah a one season wonder et al uh, so much love for Diva Carigi and it's also got a load of photos of course uh, exclusive photos and behind the scenes pictures from an incredible ride through to number six in Madrid as well um, we love it we think you'll love it too it's the perfect it's not really beach reading because it's huge but it's um, it's definitely bog reading material um, yeah fly through have a good laugh as well it's, a, it's 
so very, very different to every Liverpool book on the market right now who offer a lot of the really in-depth stuff for us. We've had a laugh with this. Yeah, we didn't go for that, did we? No. Yeah. There was, a, there was a gap in the market. There is a gap in the market, and we've, we've, we've filled, filled, it, filled it with humour. Um, so, yeah, look, if you want to celebrate, uh, again, spoilers, it's got the best ending that the book's pretty much ever had, um, including the search of Bouvatch. Remember that being a thing? What, what I love about this is, and it, it, it'll help you feel calmer about this season, because you see the same arguments repeated season in, season out. People losing their heads over the tiniest of things, and we try to document that, which shows just how mad it is when people get the overreactions on a weekly basis, particularly when you're watching probably the best Liverpool side in 30 years. Someone um, tweeted us this morning and said that you can see it already. Yeah. Yeah, I've already started doing in the next season's one, and yeah, it's it's insane how much this stuff repeats itself. So yeah, uh, the physical copies are available to pre-order now. We'll put the link uh, in the description, and we'll do it as the pin comment on YouTube as well. And there'll be a there's a there's a pin tweet on my Twitter account, which is at the Paul Machin. Uh, the digital versions you can get that wherever you want now on Kindle and on iBook. We'll put those links out there as well. Uh, but yeah, the physical edition, get it. It is just a, a mega mega thing, and we're very very proud to get involved. The feedback has been absolutely phenomenal so far um, yes and don't forget to subscribe to TheRevenTV.com but Tom yeah just a few uh, quickly Mr A says about Adrian even though I keep calling him Alisson uh, he says he needs to play quicker with Orbit and Lacazette around they will close down super quick absolutely that, I mean in some regards Ross I agree with that you know we talked about it this on the final word show that it's got to be a, a mistake that he has to learn from that is, I think that's fantastic. A point. I'd rather him learn that mistake in a game where you're two nil up. Yeah. And it's. I know. I know. We very nearly threw it away, but ultimately, you know, we didn't. Um, Dan. Yeah. If he's going to learn to speed up, learn to speed up before you end up in the game against Aubameyang and Lacazette. Yeah. It's almost a silver lining. He's done it last week, so yeah. he doesn't do it next week against Arsenal. I think one person you don't give any time to or someone invite someone is Danny Ings. Mm-hmm. We know that as Liverpool fans, if like you just press anything. Yeah. Um, it seemed like Adrian was caught in two minds. Like I don't know. If, like sometimes. You know, you get the people who just just hoof it, but the clops told him to pass out from the back, and he just he just took that second too long. And I just think he, he was being, he's too, co- he's he was just being too clever, wasn't yeah. he? And, and I think the, the problem is, is that I think there's a there's a there's a very fine people think it's binary. It's like be good on the ball or or be like a long ball merchant, yeah. and there isn't. No. There's just being a bit quicker and a bit a bit smarter. And this is what funny enough we mentioned Emery Chan. Emery Chan was terrible at this of. Just sometimes it is the simplest option. You should you do it. You're not lacking in intelligence or skill for just picking the easy pass. Yeah. And and I think that's what Adrian just needed to do is just open his body, spray it out to the right, and it's it's not an issue. Hopefully, it's one that he learns from definitely ahead of the Arsenal game next week. Tom, a uh, couple on Coutinho. Uh, Liquid says Coutinho means nothing to us now. And then Dean Peter Adams says Phil dug his grave and is regretting it now by leaving us. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I, he is a he's a decent lad. Uh, Phil Coutinho is a fantastic player, but I think any affinity that we should have with him really as, as fans is gone. He'll, I think he'll come back. I, I don't mean come back to Liverpool. I think he'll come round and I think at, at some point down the line, you know, like Fernando Torres, we eventually made peace with him and hopefully he's able to be remembered in, fondly for the good things that he did do for the club. But right now, I'm, I'm glad this is done for the year. It means we just don't have to, we don't have to talk about it. People don't have to get carried away with him back. Yeah, exactly. Like but it's not, like stop now. Yeah, but it's not, you know we, we can leave that. We can park that for another year. And the older it gets, the less likely it's going to happen. And 120 million euros for a lad who's going to be 
well into his prime stops being a transfer that we should be considering. Yeah, I think it's the, I get why people are pissed off. I don't think it's the fact that he had his transfer request in the day before the season started, and, and rightly so, but yeah, just let it go now. He's, he's not our problem anymore, is he? Yeah, absolutely. Um, last one, the Anfield Lark says, Wilson's value is going up with each goal. Yeah, 100%. If he, if he can prove, even if he only gets five goals this season, and to be fair, that's still a massive ask, by the way, Proving that you can score goals in the Premier League, like there's, there's, there will always be takers. That's why, like you, know, you have levels to football. That's why, like Dave Nugent would, as, as all, you know, will never lack, would never lack for a champion, a top, a, a, a championship title chasing club because he was guaranteed to score your 15, 20 odd goals in, in the championship. And if you're a lad, you can, you can come in, you can create, and he can score goals in the Premier League. Then there will never not be a taker for Harry Wilson. So you know, if Liverpool are setting their price tag at 25 and there was no takers. That don't be surprised. I think when there will yeah. be next season, if I, he's able to do that, I think if you get like you know championship sides, but also relegation fodder as well. Like five goals is, is worth a lot to those who keep in, in the Premier League. So you'd have your Newcastle, Crystal Palace teams like that. They'll, they'll be after him as well if he, if he proves himself. Yeah, you know we're we're spoiled. The lads who play in the wide positions for us score you know fifteen league goals guaranteed every season. You know they're talking in excess of twenty now, both of them for mm. two seasons two seasons running. We think that's the level. That's not the level. The level is just being able to score a, a couple of goal, a few goals, and get a few assists if you want to play for most teams. So, you no, know, very good for Harry Wilson. And I, I, look, I we still hold hopes that he's able to do it because let's let's face it, if he's able to score double figures goals, keep him. Yeah, 100%. I'm win win for Liverpool as far as I'm concerned. Let us know your thoughts on the Harry Wilson thing, the Coutinho thing, the Emre Chan thing, and anything else we've discussed in the comments or by tweeting to us at the Redmen TV as well. Other than that, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, buy our book, uh, and if you want more in depth, detailed conversation, check out the Reds News Roundup show this Wednesday on the Redmen TV.com.